Star Wars sleep pants, brushing penguins jerseys, sipping on some Gansett, cause I'm fucking thirsty, bump my gums, hockey's a sport that I love, la 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 la. Welcome to Spiffy Bender Radio. Let's talk some puck. Alright, so, I just really gotta talk about this extraordinarily beautiful moment that I just witnessed a couple days ago. Not just. But anyway. When I first saw the clip of this occurrence, I immediately thought of, like, I pictured in my mind that story of a tiger and a dog being super best friends. I saw unicorns breaking to MF Doom tracks. I thought of what it would be like to receive free tacos for life. All the greatest things that I could imagine personally. And when Jake Muzzin casually flipped that puck at Matthew Tuchuk, I was like, fuck. And the subsequent meltdown? Young Matthew going full bug nuts and scrapping a rack of water bottles to a majority draw? It's fucking delicious. Now look, I'm all about sportsmanship. Legit. I'm all about gentlemanly conduct both on and off the ice. To me, you gotta play the game the right way. And in life, you gotta treat people the right way. That's what makes sense to me. I'm sure it makes sense to you. However, this was positively glorious. I mean, look, Matthew Kachuk is a bit of a shit disturber, which is cool. Like, the game is more enjoyable, it's more colorful with obnoxious pricks performing prickish acts on the regular. I'm into being entertained, and Matthew Kachuk is entertaining to me. Players like him, they walk a razor's edge. As effective as his tactics can prove to be, they could just as well backfire, resulting in fights, penalties, retaliation directed toward his teammates, which is not a good look. But that's to be expected. What I didn't expect to see was a shit disturber going into full critical meltdown over a shit disturber move executed against him. Look, I'm just saying, know thyself. If you're an agitator, you can't get fucking agitated. Jake Muzzin executed a douchebag maneuver, yes. Obviously. He tossed a muffin to outshine all muffins and Kachuk choked on every crumb. That's not a good look, young Matthew. But what I liked to have seen in response to the Muzzin muffin? Nothing. A smirk? Some chirping, perhaps? Maybe. Don't go any further than that. Then, next time these teams meet, channel your inner Corey Perry. Skate by and steal the stick. Squirt water at him when he skates by your bench. Fuck with him until he can't take it anymore and puts your squad on a power play or two. Take the social media to creatively take the piss out of the guy and the squad. Whatever it takes, the grassy style. The whole spectacle unfolding on broadcast television didn't help Kachuk at all. I'm sure if players flip shit behind closed doors on the reg. He just couldn't hold it in, and that's fine. He has that fire, and I like it, to be perfectly honest. He doesn't want to fucking lose at anything, and I respect that. Still, if you hate to lose, you need to learn how to win. And you need to learn how to lose gracefully. Come on, Matthew. Your pops is a fucking legend. It's an American winning slash donut eating machine. 
do your fam proud and hang a hattie on those T-dot thoughts next time around. They thirsty since 1967. Toronto, you can come at me whenever. Moving on. Something I learned over the past few days. Matt Dumba can shoot the fucking puck. Hard. Fast. Matt Dumba let one get away from him. And the result? Sean Walker's face fucking exploded all over the place. The clip was difficult to watch, to be sure. Granted, it's hockey. It happens. Sometimes the puck gets away from you. Sometimes it rides up a stick or carries off a blade. Shit happens, but damn. Walker skating from point of contact to the bench left a trail of blood that I don't know, it might still be continuing to pour out until the heat death of the universe. It might span the entirety of the remaining timeline. I honestly can't even imagine what it felt like. Now, as somebody who plays recreationally, I've been hit in the face with a deflected roller hockey slapper, and that put me on my stomach like a fucking bottom. I've taken pucks to the face playing ice, but only like deflected passes or pucks chipped up during battles. I've never taken a full unimpeded slapper from an athletic monster. Like I, I just hope Walker recovers fully and swiftly. Because you, honestly, you just never know. With like the nature of traumatic brain injuries and whether such a blow could cause one or cause a person to be more susceptible to such injuries in the future, you just don't know. And I don't want to speculate and well, at least I hope for the best. So, Sean Walker, if you're listening, you're not. But still, I wish you well, you fucking warrior. But this situation, watching it, brings me to a for the sake of conversation related subject. The subject of facial protection at the NHL level. All right, so to begin, the NHL boasts a long, rich history of being a league of extraordinary tough guys. I mean, hell, it wasn't until Jacques Plante in the 50s that goalies wore any sort of facial protection. And not all of them followed Jacques' lead off the bat. Gump Worsley, if you've seen photos of this dude, he looks like a cut-and-sew cantaloupe. Moving beyond that, Craig McTavish, I believe, was the last to go helmetless during an NHL game, and that happened in the early 90s. The Bobby Clark smile is synonymous with the game's aesthetic. But, you know, obviously, things change. As they are now, goalies wear space-age masks designed to deflect the way the impacts they can absorb. The skater helmets of today are nearly engineering marvels, especially compared to the vintage Gretzky helmet. Even the Timu Solani-era Jofa today is as safe as a tinfoil hat by comparison. Half-shields are the norm now. Back in the day, if you rocked a half-shield, your manhood would immediately be put into question. But things change. How much more can they change? Will the league and the Players Association ever agree to make full cages mandatory? Should they go that route? As a spectator, I can only offer an opinion that may or may not be popular. Whatever. It will be an opinion colored by my personal playing experiences. It's still an opinion of an unaffected human nonetheless. I think the answer to the question of whether or not full cages should be man- made mandatory lies in the exploration of the question, to what extent should the game of hockey at the professional level, be nerfed. 
Perhaps you now know which side of the fence I'm chilling on, but perhaps not. To continue, equipment across the board has been engineered and re-engineered over and over again. My personal all-time favorite swig, the Sherwood 5030 coffee pattern, is now about as booty as an Iggy Azalea cipher. Today's composite sticks are fucking rocket launchers. Shoulder pads are body armor. Pants have pants inside that have pants inside that have Kevlar inside. But faces are still exposed to potentially catastrophic injury, not just from Aaron's shots, but from stick work. Those pieces of sharp as all fuck metal on the bottom of everyone's skates. I mean, hell. This game played at its absolute safest level is still dangerous as fuck. But is that necessarily a bad thing? I don't think so. Now, do I care about the health and well-being of NHL players? Sure I do. Do I extract entertainment from seeing NHL players getting hurt? Fuck no. That's barbaric. Because these are human beings. But they are human beings free to make their own decisions. And the infrequency with which incidents like what just happened to Sean Walker is so incredibly great that it's not a massive concern, or at the very least shouldn't be. Are such injuries gruesome when they occur? Yeah, they're fucking gross. But to move to mandate full cages, I think, might be a bridge too far. I don't want to see anybody get hurt, but the danger level involved is a part of the allure of the game for me, both as a spectator and as a player. As a player, however... I want to boast as much control as possible over the amount of danger I face on the ice, and I think that should be an option made available to professionals as well. Make full cages optional, perhaps encouraged, but optional. If a player feels more comfortable while using greater facial protection, I say let him have it, right? I don't need to see a player's face while he's playing to make any sort of connection. If you want to correctly market players, Shine a light on the ones with magnetic personalities through interviews and commercials. If Ovechkin started wearing a cage tomorrow, I'd still want to know what the dude is up to and and thinking because he's himself off the ice. He's himself in interviews. So marketing factors are a weak basis for argument against cages, in my opinion. Which brings me to the man code. Fuck the man code. The man code is enforced by insecure, weak-willed, cowardly marks. Masculinity in sports is mostly outdated and misguided at best. You want to tell me that a real man doesn't wear a cage? Okay, cool story, bro. I know dudes that can dust demigods, and they rock bird cages. Dudes that have built empires out of fucking failures, they rock bird cages. Dudes that I respect and love rock in full cages. Real men and women out in the world doing legit shit. All of them rocking full cages. Taking protective measures and being a quote-unquote bitch is non-equivalent. Have I rocked a full cage? Fuck yes. For years. Do I now? No. It fucks with my field of vision. It always has. I don't dig it. Now, I rock a half visor. But that's my decision. And let me tell you for a stone-cold fucking fact. Ask anyone I've ever skated with, and they'll tell you, when I rocked a cage, the last word you would have thought to call me was a fucking pussy. And I don't even condone use of that word in such situations, but just for illustrative purposes. 
Now, if Sidney Crosby decided to go to a full cage setup tomorrow, guess what? He'd still be Sidney fucking Crosby. A Canadian hockey sideboard sent to Pittsburgh to wreck fucking shop and collect cup rings. Respect is respect. I want the game to beat a game. I always want the game to beat a game. But I want the players to be safe. I also want them to fucking play. Fuck that bullshit man code nonsense. But at the same time, keep your fear-fueled agenda out of the conversation. The game is fine as it is, for the most part. Focus on legislating out what needs to be removed. Like obviously dangerous yet still preposterously legal blindside hits, for example. Does anybody actually know that concussions can occur without direct contact to the fucking head? I mean, fuck. Moving on. So it's been a while since I took a quote-unquote trip to the Benderverse. Let me start off with a sip. Gansit. Got what I need. Gansit. It's what's inside me. Gansit. So, what is the most prestigious position one can hold in hockey? Owner? General manager? Out of those two, probably owner. But neither of them are more prestigious than team captain. Team captain is the man amongst men or what the fuck ever. The go-to guy. The chief. The one allowed to talk to referees. The one who sets the tone in the locker room. Sets the tone on the ice. The representative. The the guy who in high school got the girl. The girl who in high school got the guy. Or the girl or the guy who got the guy. However you swing. This dude is all about the LGBTQ, the I, the A, the all of them. Whatever you wanted to get, I hope he got yours. And hope you got yours respect, respectfully and responsibly. About riffing on a tangent here. Back to the lecture at hand. Must be pretty goddamn cool to be an NHL captain. But what is it like to be an adult league captain? Let your boy tell you. Because I have served my fucking time. And that's pretty much what it's like. It's a fucking prison, prison sentence, I'm telling you. There's no glory to be had as an adult league captain. There's no fortune. There's no respect or reverence. There's none of that. People don't fucking listen to you. And, I mean, for me personally, I didn't get up in the middle of the room and make any fucking speeches. We all worked the next day. My job as an adult league captain is to talk to the league organizer and collect money. One of those is tedious. The other is damn near fucking impossible. So, my personal experience as a captain, even though I have captained some pretty awesome teams that want some shit, not a big fan. Gotta tell you. I don't like hunting people down and asking for money. I don't like being that guy. I don't like having to be on point and organized. I don't like having to talk to league officials when one of my guys messes up or breaks the rules or we get into a fight or you need to pay the rest of the money 
like having money out on my credit card waiting for people to come through. Money seems to be the big issue here, huh? But it's ultra tedious. Hello, cat. How you doing? It's just... It's so much work. Hello again, cat. Everybody appreciates your presence. I'm glad that you're participating. Anyhow, sippy again. I do not miss being on adult, Lee Captain. It is so much easier to just show up, sign the sheet, skate, go home. I don't have to talk to refs, even though I have a pretty good relationship with a lot of referees out there. I've played on teams with refs. They probably don't like me now, but they used to. Shout out to you guys. Ice miners. Good on you. Miss you. But, yeah. There's no honor or prestige involved. Must be fucking nice to be an NHL captain. It is not fucking nice being an adult league captain. Although, at this point in time, since I haven't skated, and I'm honestly finally pretty healed up from my oral surgery... I might take a run at being a captain if it means I actually get to skate. That might be the only way I get the, even get to skate now. Hopefully I haven't burned too many bridges out there. But, you know, same time, it's been a while. Your boy's gone crazy during the pandemic. He's hiding in the house. He says it's a hockey beard, but it's actually a hermit beard. Life is going crazy. You obviously heard my cat's going crazy. I'm driving everybody crazy. Oh, Captain, my Captain, you know who you are. Save me from this bullshit. Save me, because I cannot save myself. I ain't got what it takes to be the treasurer of an adult league hockey team, which is all the fucking Captain is. I'm sorry. As much as I love my Captain, both presently and in the past, you also know who you are can't do it never again will i be an adult league captain how do you feel about being a captain are you a fucking captain do you fucking like it who are you i need to talk to you you need to explain it to me that's right cat tell him like it is and until next time i talk at you take care of yourself take care of one another Shake hands after the game. Respect your fucking captain. Peace.